0: Enjoy that 20% off at shop.nsls.org and stay motivated leaders, stay motivated. Cara Golden took the beverage industry by storm with a simple idea and her kitchen concoction. The end result, she created an entirely new product category. The founder and CEO of Hintwater joins me today in a discussion about leadership, creativity, and the power of perseverance. I look at often for women, especially, is there's these other obstacles at play sometimes, unfortunately, that women are still dealing with. Limited funding, trying to launch a business, sometimes the misogyny, sexism. And I just wonder, did you have any of those instances when you were trying to get your business started and how you overcame that?
1: Yeah, well, I think that the biggest thing I learned about the fundraising avenue was that I mean it kind of speaks to a similar situation of finding people that really get you and believe in you. So, I had come from the tech industry and knew a few investors particularly in Silicon Valley, Sand Hill Road from my experience at America Online and I found that I've never to this day had a problem getting meetings. People would be interested to, you know, have me show up, spend some time with me. They have time, a lot more time than I do, but my goal was to actually get some of these people to be interested and invest. And there's two things I'll say about this. One, I remember taking a meeting in particular in Silicon Valley with a group of very well-known A-list Silicon Valley venture investors and first of all we were way too small i mean if you look at their portfolio they typically invest in companies that are you know not pre million dollars as we were they have to have some sort of tech tie in all of these things but i showed up in the parking lot actually with with my husband who's our chief operating officer. He was kind of chief bottle washer in the beginning, (laughs) helping me out. Uh, He's a Silicon Valley attorney. I was taking a break and, and was helping me deliver cases and kind of think about and figure some stuff out.
0: Yeah, that's great.
1: And so when we showed up for this meeting, the venture partner had just pulled into the parking lot at the same time And my husband was very nice. I had heels on and he dropped me off at the curb and uh, said, I'll go park the car. And so the venture partner walked up and he said, oh, Kara, really nice to meet you. And he said, I was just reading your story. I can't believe you have four children and you're starting a business. Hmm. And I thought, well, that's interesting. I mean, it was like the first thing that that he said when, you know, here I am to Try and raise money for my new business, and I'm thinking not that he's going to talk to me about my children, and and it was the next thing that he said, which I thought was you know really, huh? Where where did that question come from? But he said, so who's watching the kids? Oh my gosh! And I thought, and and I thought, <laughs> huh? And wow. I did something at that moment that was actually. Totally the right thing to do, but uh, didn't even know that I was going to do it. It's just sort of blurted out. I said, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> and he case. said, "Is everything okay?" And I said, "Uh, yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, I I can't believe it. Did you know that there's babysitters?" <laughs> and I mean, you know, I'm still and trying to figure out how I new to actually call Give a babysitter to for <laughs> my four children. I mean, I've got so many and I'm running business. I don't know. I said something like that. And he looked at me and he said, oh my gosh, that was so rude. Not what I said, but he caught himself.
0: Yeah. Okay. Right?
1: And it was, and it was funny. And what's even funnier, I've seen him since then over the years and Oftentimes, it'll be at a conference, places I'm speaking, and I saw him at a dinner, and he'll actually take the opportunity to call himself out mm. on what he said to me. Wow. And so, it's a story of you have to not be afraid to speak your mind, right? And in the end, people have asked me, did he invest? No, he didn't invest. It was a very pleasant meeting, but like I said, at the beginning of this story that he only invests in tech. We didn't even do direct to consumer at that point. And I think he was really curious, like, why was this product in Google and Facebook and some of the other places that he frequented and watched, right? And so I think that sometimes people say stuff that they just are stupid, right? They, they just don't <laughs> know. They might be actually very intelligent people, but they just don't really understand. Mm-hmm. I guess you call it EQ now, right? Yeah, you just yeah. don't really understand. Now, do you forgive somebody for being an idiot, right? And saying something that made you feel uncomfortable off? No. But I think if you have an opportunity to teach people mm-hmm. in a way, by all means, right? And maybe... I think something that he said to me at one of these dinners when he was describing his own faulty situation, one of the people said, I can't believe you said that. And he said, I know, but you know what? I've never said it again. Right. Right. it's a teachable so moment. Yeah. It's teachable. And I think instead of being quiet and thinking, oh gosh, I've talked to so many venture people, they don't invest in women. They don't invest in mothers with young children, whatever, whatever. Maybe they didn't invest in Hint because it didn't have a tech aspect to it. We were too small or also they didn't really understand the diet Coke situation, right? And they weren't my target market. And so the thing that I often coach other entrepreneurs to think about is instead of actually putting yourself into a position where you can feel sorry for yourself and you are stopped and you think, okay, I'm never going to be able to raise money. Nobody will invest in, you know, me because I'm X, Y, Z, right? Instead, go think about who will.
0: Right. Find your tribe, so to speak.
1: Find it. Because the reality is, is that people often won't tell you this, but they don't invest in what they don't know. Mm -hmm. They don't. And maybe they don't invest in women because they've never invested in women. But I mean, we had people saying to us in the early days when they saw my husband walking in the door, they'd say, we don't invest in married people. Oh my gosh. I think back on some of those conversations too, that probably really isn't even it. They didn't sit there and think, oh my gosh, this is a great idea. Everything about this business is perfect, except the two of them are married. <laughs> <laughs> I right? Mean, yeah. I mean, that's they a didn't. a silly
0: business move if that's what they did, yeah. Right.
1: But people will t- tell you something like that because they think that they can get off the hook mm-hmm. at that point. It's you, not them.
0: Versus just saying, I'm not interested, right? Which is like, if they weren't interested, that would be much better than to insult you, throw out these crazy sort of anecdotal weird things just say so you're not interested
1: people don't really tell you exactly As steve jobs used to say they don't don't expect people to tell you what they need show them but you can show them and people have the option to say no right and that's the world we live in and so your job is to just go and find your people